If you just said this, right? I have to go out every day. Another hundred of your candidate. I'd, I, I, <laughs> you I'm said saying, that. What I'm saying is, I'd have to take out. Okay, I'll take out Conor Whelan then. Conor Whelan. I, that's it. I quit. Subscribe to the GA podcast feed on the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM. With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Seamus Hickey has been listening in to some of his former teammates there doing a pretty good job I would say Seamus of getting up early and uh, and doing their media duties Yeah if, if, if they're not polished at this stage uh, <laughs> I don't really know if there's much hope for the rest of us um, but Will is especially good uh, Dan the same what was well spoken but Will Will's always got a great head and shoulders and uh, on and off the field like top man like it's great having the lads with great heads on their shoulders. We want the lunatics on this morning. Who who should we whose door should we be knocking on? Oh gee, a lot of them have left. Tom Condon is retired. Uh so uh I know in fairness the I think I think John Kiley has the, the lunatics uh, well sheltered, I think. So I think that's part of the <laughs> What the, what is the Monday morning like after winning in All Ireland? Um yeah, no, the the, the hotel the following morning is is, is pretty cool. Uh, it's weird. Um, because you've got the mingle of the the supporters are staying staying in the hotel. Uh, you're coming down having breakfast. You're talking to the guy from Temple Glanton in West Limerick about how he travelled up with his daughter and that uh, uh, this is the best day of her life, his life, uh, everybody around him. And like that's that's the nature of it. Um, you know, like you know, it's it's true what the boys are saying. Like the, the 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 best part of it is the sharing of the win, the sharing of the win with the people around you, the sharing of the win with your teammates, the the, the really tight knit group that they have. Um, that's the best part because you you're you're working so hard from day to day recovery sessions, gym sessions. Focus is always on getting the most out of your next. Uh, your next 90 minutes your next 60 minutes your next 15 minutes whatever you get uh, so it's uh, it's it's great to actually reach the end of it uh, and, and to actually just to, to revel in it Is yesterday potentially even sweeter for these lads than 18 was? Uh, it's hard to know so it's, it's funny it's always the old adage so the, the first one is the first one is so sweet and it's so it's so joyous a lot of the other ones especially the defence of, of, of a title is is, is almost relief afterwards um, like even even like so the, the game was so tight yesterday um, you know when Blanchfield got the point uh, at the end of the game when Walsh got the point at the end of, to, to draw close to within a score and a two point lead in hurling is an awful awful lead to have so you know it's 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 tense it's nervous and then at the final whistle it's just relief uh, and uh so there's there's a there's a fair mix of that, and whether which is the dominating one, which is the dominating emotion, I don't know. Uh, depends on depends on uh, on your your journey and your story during the year. Mm. The the kind of the, the aftermath just felt very similar to, to eighteen yesterday. I guess maybe we just haven't seen it for a while over the last few years for for obvious reasons. Just like on, on an analytical level, like I mean, I'm not sure how much you're talking to the players in camp, Seamus, or even just from what you're seeing from watching the games. Has there been much of a development in terms of how they're approaching hurling at the moment under Kylie and Canark? Uh, so I would argue, I would argue that so the the, the game plan is the game plan. Uh, and it has been since 17. Um, the, I would argue that you know 2020 and 2021 were, were, were almost perfection in the execution of it. Um, the reality is now Limerick are the most studied team in the country. 
um, for the last number of years. Uh, everything that is done, whether it was in early in the league this year, was to stop their dominance on puckouts, was to uh, try and stifle the middle where you don't want that Limerick half forward line going off. Now, yesterday was probably it was the difference for us, uh, only for the performance of of our three in the half hour line. You know that that result isn't happening. Uh, so everything is done to try and stifle and stimmy that that Limerick team. Uh, so you know when you see every test that was given to them this year was was everything. Every so I would argue that was probably Kilkenny's best performance of the year. Um, that was Galway's best performance of the year in the semi. Claire peaked twice and still couldn't beat Limerick, and that was soul destroying. In, in the Monster final, and it was you know mentally affecting uh, as you could see from their from their following games. So um, you know Limerick have gotten everything this year, and I would I would argue then you know the tide is rising around them. Uh, that Kilkenny team is better than it was in 2019, and that Galway team is better than it was last year. You know so and that Clare team this year really Brian Lohan had did an exceptional job and getting the best out of them in the Monster. Um, no, it was it was a pity how it unraveled from in the in the All Ireland series, but it was Limerick got everybody's best shot. Um, and so when you're talking about did they develop over the last few years, um, I I don't know. Well, I I don't know if if develop is the right word, but they have constantly been honing what they're good at. Um, and I suppose if that's if that's if that's development, it's getting better at what you're already good at. Then you know they've been doing that. Seamus, they've players built for the big occasion as well, and none more so than Grod Hegarty. And last year's final performance was exceptional. Yesterday was arguably even better in a much tighter game. He was quiet in the semi final. I don't think anyone doubted coming into this he was going to produce something. But from the quality of the goal early on, his ability to find space constantly to just play the game at his own pace. How have you seen him develop over the last few years? So. Giroud, Giroud is, is and, and, and a lot of people will be able to talk about Giroud, but like when he came off footballers, um, when he was part of that All-Ireland Under-21 team um, back in 2016, uh, it was, you know, he, he was he was raw. He, he had that incredible athleticism where he was running from one side of the field to the other and you were wondering, where are you going? Uh, why, are you, why are you running 60 metres? Uh, you know, we, we don't play with a big ball here. But it was, it, it, you know, he stuck to what he what he was good at and what he had developed in the football field and brought into her that incredible athleticism where keeping up with him is just an absolute nightmare. And then when the ball arrives, you have to grow an extra foot and a half to try and compete with him. Uh, so he managed to marry all that. And then if if anybody saw the hours that he spent working on his striking and his shooting, because anybody was, anybody can tell you back in 17 and 18, um, he wasn't a consistent striker and you were striker when when you had it when he had it 65 meters out from goal um he scored our last point of the game from over nearly 75 meters yesterday um with more to spare that that's that's the result of relentless uh work uh, and practice um before training after training a guy who was just single-minded about being the best he can possibly be um and that's that's easy to say because everybody wants to be great uh, you know everybody wants to be the best the best they can be but really who who puts in the work who puts in the time to actually grow and develop the way Garod has in the last five years. Um, he didn't score in the 2018 final and in the last three finals he's scored something like 3-12 or something like that. More, more, sorry. It's, it's, it was it's 3-14. Three, three so 
you know, go you take a look at that and, and take a look at at, an, at a person's growth and mentality for, for the big stage. That development, is that on the back of a conversation with some of the management or how does Grow come to that realisation that he needs to that, work on that? That's that's very, so there's there's definitely coaching. So and we've got exceptional coaching in Limerick. Um, but uh, coaching coaching can be an echo chamber if if you don't have a listening ear. So really, it has to come from the individual. It absolutely has to come from the individual. So even um, when Sugar Road was playing wing back on the on twenty one team, the one the All Ireland uh, on twenty one team. So you know he even changed his mentality in terms of the movement and the and the different skill set that's required for the forwards and um, when he moved over to 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 senior team so um you know i would i would push 90 percent of that on, on his mentality and his his just innate competitiveness and drive because he's he's an incredibly driven person like he's uh you know it's it's not it's not normal. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's not every team has one, uh, and he's had his ups and downs over the last couple of years. But you know, you can it speaks to his own resilience that even through tough patches in the like even in last year's semi final when he had a tough day and 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 was substituted, he came and scored two two in the final against Cork and and really kind of buried them with those two goals. So, yeah. um, you know, it, it speaks to his resilience. Like I mean, it's, it's it is really interesting. Like to, I mean, nobody would ever have thought he was a bad hurler or said anything like that in eighteen. But to go from yeah. that to one of the best players in in, in that team, if, if not the best, is is pretty extraordinary. Like do, do, for for anybody listening, like what what specifically were the, were the drills he was doing, like to, to try and improve that particular element of his game, or or what was the specific uh, work so, that he was doing? So this is one of the things. This is one of the things that was kind of instigated uh, by Paul uh, Kinnock in in around uh, again so at seventeen uh, when when he was part of the coaching setup. Uh, was so before training uh, the forwards uh, they have there's kind of zones uh, with about a dozen two dozen slitters in it um, either side of the field by around the 65s you go in before training instead of pucking in twos across the field which is probably the greatest waste of time in in our in our game uh, you deliberately pick and strike five balls on the run um, and uh, or take your scores. Nobody's watching you. There's no pressure on you. There's there's nobody taking count of what you've missed or what you scored. It's you just uh, as a as a forward practicing your striking. Uh, defenders were off doing something different uh, down the other end of the field. Uh, but uh, before you started training as a forward, uh, you had struck. You know, a lot of them would have struck in 30, 40 balls. Uh, and they'd have kept score as themselves as to how many they'd missed. A lot of them did not like to miss. Can imagine. I can imagine it's a very, very competitive group on the inside. Yeah. yeah, big time. Like, and that's kind of the scary thing when you think about what's going to happen over the next few years. Is that Kilkenny or Limerick were absolutely awesome yesterday, and there are still different bits and pieces you can point to where there's potential improvement or the key and Lynch factor, obviously, uh, as uh, as a, as a potential improvement squad wise. So, like, I mean, I mean, William O'Donnell, who just said there, they hate being asked about next year, given they've won the All Ireland less than 24 hours ago. But you must be thinking, Seamus, they've got a hell of a chance of emulating Kilkenny in the 2000s. Listen. So they're on top until they're knocked off, and, yeah. and that's the reality. And so, like, you're, you, it's, it's the reality of being king of the hill. I said to a good friend of mine in Clifton there recently. I said that you know, as nervous as I was about going up to the Kilkenny game, I, I said that you know, Limerick are are champions until they're until they're until they're not until they're beaten, and they're an exceptionally hard team to beat. Um, ask ask Claire. Uh, this year like if anybody if anybody had a right to say that, that they were good enough to beat Limerick this year it was probably them earlier this year but 
they were Limerick refused. Uh, I think Declan Declan said it yesterday um, that it was just stubbornness uh, that uh, that kind of won out in the end. That Limerick just kind of refused to lose. Um, and I think that's there's there's a lot of truth in it. Uh, it's it's that ability to to dig it out and been so used to winning that losing really you you know we're, we're not it's it's not in our, it's not in our mindset it's not in our vocabulary. Uh, William was saying that you know when John Kiley took over, uh, obviously nobody was talking about three in a row, four in a row it was about ending that long, long wait, and I, I don't even know how much belief there was that that was going to happen so quickly. When you stepped away from this team, having got that medal, did you did you did you think this team was going to go on to the greatness that they've gone on to? So there's absolutely no doubt that when I decided to step away in eighteen, um, uh, I. First thing I had to make peace with was I, I was convinced they were going to do it in nineteen, uh, and could I be happy sitting at home uh, when when they were when they were going to go again? So I was I was convinced that 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 was they were a special group, that even the landscape around them uh, and the teams around them that the, you know there wasn't much going to to catch them or touch them. And the key thing for me then was the continuity of the management team that they have, a uh, phenomenal management team, uh, you know that that John has assembled. And curated, managed. Like it's a, it's been a long period of time uh, for Limerick hurling to have such a steady group of people. I know success breeds that, but you know there's commitments, there's commitments off the field, away from the team that can pull really key contributors. You know, when I think of you know, there's so many key contributors like Sean O'Donnell, uh, the likes of a Jerry O'Connell. Everybody keeps mentioning because he's such a special, special man, yeah. uh, the kid man. Um, you know, the Conor McCarthy's, the liaison. So you know, the, there's so many special people that when you take them out, there's a discontinuity there, uh, and there's something different to change. You have to adapt to that change. So um, you know, that has been that has been one of the key things to to keep this moving. So yeah, I, I knew they were going to be special. I knew that I knew I knew this was on the cards. Um, uh, I was surprised in 19 when, when when they won the league and won Munster in the fashion that they did that they came up short in the semi. So, yeah. um, you know, th- th- that was what this is what they're capable of. Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, Seamus, you might stick with us on the line there because we're going to go to one of your former teammates there at the hotel again. I think we've got Dermot Burns on the line. Good morning to you, Dermot. How are you getting on? Morning, lads. How are we doing? All good. How are you keeping? You're up bright and early. The celebrations, obviously, uh, were pretty good last you're, night. You're after interrupting my breakfast, but sure, look, I'll forgive you. <laughs> Full fry up? No, no, I've bought a fruit in front of me. Oh, we won't shit. jump to assumption, assumptions. <laughs> wow. I mean, you're, you're, you're still staying a model professional, even at, uh, the morning after winning in All-Ireland. Ah, uh, it's grand. Yeah, it's grand. Sure, look, we'll keep the routine, you know. How are you keeping? How's Jamie? Is he on the line there? Hi, <laughs> dear boy. How are you, Jamie? Morning. <laughs> you tired, Jamie? Yeah, yeah, look, it's fair of me. Just sure. I'm tired just now. And, uh, take a boy for a while. I drove through. Look, you'd be on an awful I, high. I, so drove through Patrick's well. I drove through Patrick's well. They're building your statue. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, good. Yeah, sure, look. <laughs> no, no. There's not more b- bigger legends than myself out there, so no. <laughs> uh, not this year, Jeremy. Not this year. Sunday game, hurler of the year. The uh, personal accolades are going to be coming quick and fast. Ash, look at you. That's look. It's nothing you ever achieve out to, or set out to achieve. But look, that's nice little touch, I suppose. But look, is the main thing is we got the win yesterday and uh, a great team performance. So it was great. Yeah, it's been a hell of a season. Is uh, taking long-range freeze in an All-Ireland final in Croke Park any different to what you're doing in training? 
Uh, no, I always just try to keep my routine the same, no matter where I am uh, in the field in Patrick's well. Um, lucky enough and blessed to be in Crow Park. Um, no, just trying to keep the routine the same, no matter where you are or who you're playing or what the situation. Was there ever any doubt that you weren't going to put that one between the posts with that, that one right in front of the hill uh, in the first half yesterday? Oh, my memory now is scattered this morning. Uh, on your own yeah, 21, wasn't it? It... it, it Oh yeah, that, yeah. In the first half, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know who was outside me. I usually look for whoever's inside the inside line to make a run. So you can blame the lads, and the inside didn't make any runs. So I said I'll give it, I'll give it a go. So you can blame the lads for that. <laughs> um, like it, it, was, it was a remark. Like I mean, there's not even what I'm wondering is there's not even a conversation around that. Is there? You're kind of thinking wind at the back. This is definitely going going over the bar. I know, I think Hego was outside me and right. he just signaled, he just looked to me and he just put the hand up like that. And I was like, jeez, I was to myself, I'm a bit far out here, Hego. Um, <laughs> but no, look, look, probably just the right connection, the right timing. Look good. There's never and a wrong time to shoot, Jeremy. There's never a wrong time to shoot, my man. Yeah, yeah, let the shooter shoot, Jamie. You'll you be a shooter yourself now. <laughs> Do you remember uh, Seamus was just saying how you know one of the great things is being able to share the success uh, with family with friends with supporters I'm just wondering though about the group and you know all Ireland winners often talk about shutting the door in the dressing room afterwards and it's just the 35 players the backroom team the people who've been there through the long slog during the winter did you, did you have that moment yesterday? Uh, yeah as shame as shame you know is like the most important hour or two I'd say we're in the dressing room for two plus hours after the game we were lucky enough to go back out onto the field and take a couple of photos um, obviously due to COVID the last couple of years we didn't even get the cup to get that photo uh, spend a bit of time in the dressing room um, no they are special moments and like if we could just take a second or two just to capture those moments in the dressing room or have a chat or the listen to the songs that are in place, just look around you, just smiles on the lads' faces and just buzz, that makes it all worthwhile, you know. Mm. Is it, they're almost kind of like a, uh, do you learn about trying to soak those moments and do you get better at it over time? I've been very fortunate the last couple of years and I, like I always say, we're blessed to be a part of this group. Um, from 18 and having the experience like a shame you Tom Condon those lads you know coming through as a young lad and you know I suppose being one of the senior lads on it like you do you do kind of take a second to reflect on where you are at that moment in time and just I suppose appreciate it and enjoy it like Seamus obviously mentioned there the possible statue going up in Patrick's Well over the mm. next few years like in fairness I mean it is remarkable that Patrick's Well does have three centre points of, of that team and obviously Keane not playing yesterday do yourself and Aaron and Keane get a quiet moment after these finals do, do you appreciate the, the, the parish and the club as much as you do the, the county side of things oh, all of us um, all of us like we we always have a we get our group photo we're, we're very fortunate to have a, a couple of photos now in those situations so there's stuff we look back on in years to come but we always do get an opportunity to take a moment for ourselves and just I suppose appreciate one another in that moment you know uh, Seamus is uh, Dermot Burns you're a hurler dear. Well, you know, he's, uh, but it was it was earned, it was earned before yesterday. Yesterday was the cherry on, the, on on top. But like, and it's uncomfortable for players to talk about these things because they're not things you want to talk about. They're not things that you set out uh, to actually do on an individual level. Dermot just 
played his game all year and he was brilliant doing it. And it's been one of those things for over the last three years, he's been getting better every single year. Um, and this is probably the culmination of it. So, you know, without without Dermot's freeze in the Munster final, without Dermot's uh, resilience against Galway in the dying minutes, uh, and again, just long range, the strength that he has. The only surprise I had was that when he took the free from the, the his own 21 yesterday that didn't go over the bar, I was, if I was a betting man, I would have thought that was, I was going straight between the posts. Uh, but, you know, that's, you know, he, it's it's the culmination of, of, of again, years of, of, of growth, development, I think we're just having a slight issue with that line as well. Dearwood, what's the, the plan for the rest of the day now and for the next few days? Um, I'm going back up to bed now for a nap. Good stuff. <laughs> um, no, um, I actually don't have the schedule now. Like I, I, we've obviously had the homecoming in, um, this evening to get a crowns, and that's going to be really special, I think. Um, I know people keep referencing uh, COVID, but we've been so fortunate last uh couple of years but I suppose I remember 2020 driving home in the car by myself after games and now we get to travel together on the train and go back and have the homecoming and celebrate with friends and other people so that's going to be really special so we'll take that as it comes this evening now Well Dermot it's been great chatting to you thanks many for making time for Likewise, us this morning lads. Enjoy the okay. fruit. See you later See you Cheers Hello Dermot Dermot Burns there on the line um, I mean he's uh, I think we still have Seamus Dickey with us as well there I think that's like he's unbelievably humble and that is something you get from a lot of those interviews it is awkward uh, talking to somebody who may well be the, the all-star hurler of the year because I think their entire focus all throughout the year is on the collective and that's essentially what allows these individuals to, to progress and to excel on an individual level uh, Yeah I think uh, like is it Gerald Hegarty is it Aaron Galan was I think the favourite coming into the final but uh, Burns consistency over the entire season and again when you go through the league you go through the Munster Championship campaign like they've beaten everybody they've beaten absolutely everybody and I think uh, Seamus made a really good point there that you know Clare and uh, Galway probably had their best performances of the season yet still they couldn't beat them and likewise Kilkenny in the final yeah, yeah, it's uh, a hell of a legacy this team is leaving Seamus there's no real sense that they're going to stop anytime soon well, so like the, the, every year, every year everybody gets a year older. So like that's that's yeah. the reality of it. Very young team. Um, Cork Sorry. would have a very young team from their Sorry, twenty one. Sorry, James, that line is just a little bit dodgy. We're going to try and dial you up there again and uh, and get you back on. Uh, just a few issues there this morning. Uh, you're with us here on OTBAM. It is nine thirty six. It's brought to you live each morning by Gillette Labs for an effortless finish to your day. We might try and get over to the hotel uh, for one last chat before we wrap up this morning. We're going to have plenty of uh, reaction over the course of the week as well. Plenty more analysis, and we'll hopefully hear from John Kylie between now and the end of the week as well. No, no, we're done with the hurling after today. Only <laughs> it's uh, Kerry week after this, isn't it? Oh, golly! Coronation. Wait, wait, actually, are we in a strange situation this week where you might actually want Kerry to win? Uh, no, I, some form of abandonment of the game would be the preferred outcome. Okay. I think right now. I was walking into the game last week, the Kerry Dublin, going like, "There's no, there's no." There's no good way this ends as a Mayo man when you have Dublin, Kerry and Galway as the last three teams uh, remaining in the All-Ireland. I know, I think um, I think I'm going to side with Galway. I think you're going to side as a, as a fan? As, uh, okay. I think, yes. Um, you know, you are particularly insufferable. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, it won't just be one all Ireland with Kerry. It'll be all oh, we're going to dominate for the next decade. Uh, there's definitely going to be a statue built to David Clifford. So, you know, I spend a lot of time in Galway. Um, my family now live in Galway. You know, I've never had a massive hatred for Galway. You know, I'd, you know, it's the Roscommon side of. Uh, Connacht that I'd have more of an issue with so mm. listen if, uh, if Gaul would go and perform I'll be, I'll be delighted I'll tell you one thing the Limerick hurlers have uh, been anything but insufferable over the last few years any tip on that Seamus on how to stay humble as a winner <laughs> I have no tip because uh, I'm on the other side watching him uh, but the the reality of the situation is that you know and I've seen, I've seen it earlier this year I don't know what you saw it, like, there's people a little bit tired of, of, of a team being on top uh, I know and even the, the punishments that Limerick were enough referees the commentary that they were receiving dirty player this dirty player that um, different things coming in you know people people are kind of they get they get weary of the same team on top uh, it was the same with Kenny uh, when they were when they were going for the four in a row for the five in a row you know a team that was so good people were trying to pick holes in, in, in how they were doing it um, and that's that's part of it and so it's really, really important in those situations when you're the team in question that you stay really tight. And that's what Limerick have is an incredibly tight group. Nothing nothing leaks out of it. Um, they're really, really well bonded as a group of lads. You know, they've so many foreign holidays now in the last uh, four years now that they, they'd they they'd want to be best friends at this stage. So this that, that's kind of important. But, you know, the narrative of, of sports media and for, you know, sports fans in general is, you know, they had a lot of people, you know, looking for a change yesterday. Um, even if that change was back to the uh, the dark figure and death star that is Kilkenny. Well, I, I tell you one thing, like, I mean, you're, you're right on that, but I, I do think that the manner in which Limerick have won over the last three games in particular uh, is good for the legacy of them in the eyes of the neutral. Not that that matters a jot to anybody from Limerick, but I, I do agree with you. Maybe like if you compare them to, to the Dublin team of the last few years, just the, the way they were killing off opposition so easily. And I think that maybe kind of fed into the boredom that people had around them. The fact that Limerick were in a war against Clare, in a war against Galway and in a war against Kilkenny probably makes them more likeable in the eyes of the public. Again, that doesn't matter one bit to Limerick. They don't care one bit what the, the neutral man thinks of them, but, but that I think might be the reality. Yeah, but, but, but it takes me back then to the so again draw parallels to, to, to what I know like so that the the 09 uh, and 10 finals with Kenny Tipperary yeah. being you know two of the greatest games I've ever seen in my entire life um where you you just had you had high quality entertaining games um and Kenny were put to the pin of their collar and had to produce something that was that was special within them to to get over the line in 09 and they took their licks in in 10 and then came back uh, in eleven, so it's um, it, it's it, there is something endearing about you know a champion that that earns it, and like you said, having you know been undefeated in 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 Munster, beaten everybody in Munster, uh, it took extra time to do it with, with Clare, uh, and then beating the two Leinster finalists. Uh, you know there, there there really isn't there isn't there really isn't a, a championship gambit that you can run that 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 is better than what Limerick have run this year. Um, and, and so I suppose, you know, th- there is a sense, you know, even for within Limerick, uh, in terms of the achievement this year, and John Kiley kind of alluded to it yesterday, you know, it's been a tough six months. It's been it's been relentless and uh, and and they've been getting both barrels for a, a, quite a while now. Yeah. So 
you know, it's it's uh, it's good to get to the end of it. We're going to go to one of your former teammates, uh, one of your last former teammates now for uh, another chat. It is Nicky Quaid, I think we have on the line live from the team hotel. Nicky, how are you getting on? Hi lads, how's things? Very well. We've got a beaming Seamus Hickey here on the line as well. Uh, <laughs> best stuff, best stuff. How, how are you getting on this morning, Nicky? Flying it, yeah. Sure, look, I suppose you're... Can't, can't be, but happy this morning. It's a um, great feeling waking up like. What was the best part about the celebrations yesterday? Um, I suppose it's hard to put into words. Me, me, I suppose me for me, I love being, you know, maybe in a dressing room after just with the group. I suppose everyone that kind of has, you know, put everything in for so long together. Um, just being in their company for, I suppose it's probably the ones of an hour, whatever it is after the game. It's um, yeah, those kind of moments are special, and obviously getting to meet your family and things then out in the field. There, those things are things that you never forget. You've got a bird's eye view of what's happening uh, throughout the seventy minutes. What was your sense of the the performance of your teammates? Um, I, I, to be honest, I thought we played well. Um, I did think we, we we performed well. We worked very very hard, and I suppose look, we put the pin of our collar by Kilkenny. We didn't really expect anything else. You know, there's there's such a competitive bunch. Um, but I suppose we we I think I don't think if I'm right I don't think they ever led they got back level a couple of times in the second half and I suppose for me the fact that they couldn't get ahead of us was probably a little positive and any time they did get level or within a point we maybe pushed it to a point again or maybe pushed it to two um, so that was I suppose a, a huge a huge part of it for me like just kind of showed our character and resilience it has been a lot of talk uh, about the celebrations and how they've differed to the last couple of years but also uh, I guess from your perspective the, the fact that the atmosphere in an All-Ireland final is so different from the last couple of years I presume that that plays into things when you're trying to keep a cool head especially over puckouts. Um, yeah, look, it does it. It does. It, I suppose obviously you 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 understand the time of the game and what's at stake and things like that. But I suppose look, you have to trust yourself and the process, and you have to kind of, I suppose, uh, have courage and take some risks maybe to get the rewards and certain things. And um, I just think I thought our, our half hour line, especially yesterday, was immense. Um, you know, that the work and the running that they did off the ball to create space and things like that. I thought they were I thought they were outstanding. Yeah, they were absolutely awesome. Uh, like I think as well from in front of you as well, your own full back line your, your own set of defenders as a whole they did a pretty good job to say the least Nicky just in terms of quelling the influence that Kilkenny were trying to get out of someone like TJ Reid that big high ball going down just in front of you actually was their constant tactic Yeah and I suppose look that's that one they're very good at that there's some very good lads in, in the air and things and obviously you know, we, we, we expected that and to be fair our lads dealt with it very very well because it's not easy you know the ball as they were raining in and they have a lot of big men and John said good lads in the air so it wasn't easy but I think I thought our lads were, were, were very good in that regard and then very disciplined as well you know didn't give away many cheap frees especially down the home straight I thought we were very disciplined as well Four All-Ireland titles in five years Seamus it's fair to say none of this would have happened if it wasn't for Nicky in the semi-final in 2018 Well listen none of it would have happened without Nicky in 18, 19, 20 and 22 like, you know it's um, it, it's it's hard to overstate how important the the set piece is for Limerick and, and how important the start is in winning our own puck out um, you know speaking to how well the half hour line play you know how patient Nicky was yesterday waiting for runs to develop because it was such a hot day it took guys a few seconds longer to get back settle take a breather and then make the run Nicky was patient he was patient and you know and, you know, from the history of, of Limerick goalkeepers, you know, being patient often is its own reward. Um, and, and Nicky is, you know, he's the rock that we build that on. So, you know, aside from changing nappies this morning, you know, uh, I'd say uh, yesterday, yesterday's, yesterday's performance was probably handy dandy compared to 
I was going to say surely you deserve a day off but considering you've probably been out of the house four or five nights a week training for the last nine months yeah. uh, he's, you, he's, he's running around here actually he's looking after me there for a minute he's flying around the lobby here yeah where the, young, the younger lads will be stretching this uh, you know you, you might get today and tomorrow the younger lads will be stretching it into Thursday Friday I'd say you might be expected back home a bit earlier uh, sure look we'll, we'll, we'll play we'll see how it goes we won't, uh, we won't worry about it no, we'll get over today first and see how it goes after that Seamus touched on it earlier about you know when you are when you are the winners and the big dogs and everyone's coming looking for you they assess every part of your game plan and I'm wondering if you noticed uh, much of a difference in terms of the opposition on your puck out strategy um it's hard to know I suppose really I suppose the thing you do know is at the moment is that you know, every team is definitely bringing their best when, when, they're, when they're up against us you know and look that's I suppose that's, that's a privilege for us that you know we're in that position at the moment that you know every team has to bring their best to try and try and beat us and, and like that you know, we're, we're privileged to be in that position at the moment it just means that we have to get the best out of ourselves every day we go out as well to make sure that we, we come out on top Given the record of the Quaid family, I dare say that that child uh, will be running around that hotel maybe in the future as well. <laughs> well look, so once he's healthy, that's all the manners I mean. Goalkeeper, what age are you? So about, we give it about another 18, 20 years. So there might be a gap for somebody else to get in in between. He's <laughs> a year and a half at the moment. Yeah, all right, yeah. give, we give, give him a couple of decades. Uh, here, you've been in the squad, play, what, about... play outfield for everything, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've been in the squad about, what, 12, 13 years at this stage. Can, can you believe the heights you've managed to get to? I don't want to be honest. Sometimes you kind of have to pinch yourself. Like, I suppose when I when I first got into the squad at Limerick, you know, winning one other would would have been, you know, I thought, I thought it might never happen for years. Like so, look to 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 be sitting here now and have one four of them. It's it's incredible, really. And look, it's not something I suppose that you kind of dwell on when you're in the mix. But just going to go move from match to match and things like that. But I'm sure in years to come when we sit down, we'll reflect on on the achievement. And it's it's obviously a it's a great feeling. Nicky, congratulations again. Enjoy the celebrations. We'll chat to you again soon. Thanks a million, lads. Thanks very much. Thank you. And of course, Seamus, thanks a million as well for being with us this morning. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's a great feeling to be here this morning. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.